What's going on, everybody? And before we get into the topic of conversation today, before we get into the sugar, honey, iced tea that is being served, we have to send some love over to one of our Black-owned businesses, DQM Apparel. Don't Quote Me Apparel has some of the coolest red pill and comedic quotes on t-shirts, mugs, cell phone cases, and hoodies. Based out of the Chi-Town, aka Chicago, Illinois, DQM has something for men and women. So hurry over to their website, dqm.threadless.com and follow them on Instagram at DQM underscore apparel and place your order today. DQM apparel, think it, feel it, say it. So in case you guys actually missed it, the Ohio Attorney General's Office on Monday announced the completion of a campaign against human trafficking. And this campaign was called Operation Autumn Hope. Let's get into it and how this resulted in 179 arrests and 109 victims rescued, y'all. One of the biggest takedowns in the state's history. This is one podcast that you're definitely not going to want to miss. So stay tuned on the next episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. The general conception that people have of human trafficking is you mentioned human trafficking and they expect girls in chains in the trunk of a car. That's not the reality of it at all. A lot of times it's a a romantic relationship. They get you to start liking them like, oh, we're fun. We're just having fun. This, this and that. I was with my trafficker and he was, you know, giving me drugs so that I can work and do, you know, the sexual activities without a care. It was hard for me to accept that I was in that position. I always had an excuse like, no, but you know, like it it was my fault because I was being reckless and naive. These victims cannot and will not, and nor will we force them to go through that trauma, to testify, to be deposed, to walk into a strange courtroom, to tell the world what demeaning, shameful things happen to you is a very traumatic thing to do. You know, our, our clinicians will tell you this is probably one of the toughest, toughest populations that we've had to work with. They suffer from PTSD, severe trauma, and it's not just a little bit, it's just like severe and prolonged trauma for many, many, many years. I think if people better understood it, they'd be a lot more sensitive to the fact that no, it's, it's not one size fits all. Sheesh. Y'all, it is definitely not a one-size-fit-all, okay? Um, first and foremost, before we even get into the topic of conversation, I just want to say welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, everybody, and welcome to Anchor, welcome to Spotify, welcome to Apple, welcome to the podcast just in general, okay? Because I know I'm streaming on a few other websites also, but like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that and I appreciate you. And shout out to Japan. Let's, let's, let's uh, welcome Japan to the family of listeners, okay? That makes, I believe, 23 countries where Rondell's unpopular opinion has been listened to, streamed, downloaded, and heard. Shout out to Japan. Um, Like I said, it makes 23 countries deep where over 3,200 streams and downloads across all platforms, and I could not have asked for 
a better you know audience i love all of you guys thank you guys for rocking with me all right um be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell that friend about this podcast now i know we left off with with hunter biden and you know that mixy ass laptop all right but we got to talk about what made uh mainstream news this week um i've been getting my my news from honestly just essentially um ooh hold on a second had to mute that i've been getting my news from just um just simply reading on on my downtime i've been trying to honestly really kind of just you know fall back from a consumption of social media if you know me personally or if you have me on social media you know that i kind of pretty much terminated um instagram and facebook for for the time being uh i said that i was going to be back in november but honestly speaking i don't even know when i'm going to come back to those social media platforms um because i actually like my peace like i really i honestly like i miss nothing like i i like my peace and um I don't know. It's it's pretty soothing, you know, to pretty much unplug. I do have Twitter still, um, and I still do have Snapchat that I use from time to time. Twitter is a good way to, you know, keep up with, you know, noobs. Um, so I do, um, you know, still have Twitter. Uh, don't really use Twitter and Snapchat as often as I was using Facebook and as much as I was using Instagram because those platforms do not pay me. Okay, YouTube pays me. I'm a Google partner, right? This pays me, right? Um, but those platforms don't pay me. And if they're not, you know, it's about expanding my my brand. Um, I really kind of really don't want to fuck with it. I'm gonna be honest, but I don't want to continue to ramble and ramble and ramble. Um, you guys heard that clip um that I got from the hill.com when it pertains to uh, sex trafficking and pretty much what that looks like. That was not from the Hill, excuse me. This article that we're going to get into is from the Hill, but that clip was actually from USA Today speaking on uh, human trafficking, how this is uh, a very real topic. And I actually did watch the, I'm going to kind of really segue into the last debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Um, this was actually brought up when discussing uh immigration and the border and that's not to kind of really put this on um you know one specific marginalized group in america um because this is a worldwide problem right but um we have to tell the truth that a lot of the trafficking is taking place to and from the border okay between the united states and mexico and what I really, you know, was kind of really disheartened by was that Joe Biden and Donald Trump did not get more into this topic because this is a very real thing. All right. This is very real. Um, you know, the buying and selling of people as intellectual property, as just property in general. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I had to play that clip because I think when a lot of people hear of human trafficking, they think of people who were tied up 
who were uh, chained, who were uh, gagged and uh, blindfolded 24-7. And yes, that is one part of um, the narrative, but that's not the complete and full spectrum. So um, you heard us, you know, a human traffic uh, survivor tell you that she was in what seemed as though a relationship dynamic with her trafficker. Okay. So, um, you know, this is a real thing and it, it really needs to be talked about and it's not really perpetuated enough by the mainstream media. You know, this is a true problem. Okay, this is a worldwide problem, but it seems as though all year long, these operations, these things have been going on all over the country from Georgia to Indiana um, and now in Ohio, where we have 179 people were arrested this week. Okay, and an anti-human trafficking sting that is called Operation Autumn hope so we're gonna get into the article um pretty much as far as what happened and how this all went down all right so like i told you guys in the intro 109 victims were rescued and 179 arrests took place and this was the largest in ohio's history if i'm not mistaken so the article goes on to state that ohio attorney general dave yoist said in a press release that the operation coordinated by the attorney general's Ohio organized crime investigations commission included more than 50 law enforcement agencies and other organizations as part of a mission to end sex trafficking across the state. All right. According to the news release, the jointly led operation had four primary goals. One, which was to rescue human trafficking victims. Two, recovering missing and exploited children. All right. And three, apprehending those looking to have sex with a minor. And number four, arresting those looking to buy sex with a minor. So let's, let's, let's dive a little bit into that. All right. Let's, let's dive a little bit into that. So again, the operation had four objectives, okay? Which was to one, rescue the victims, two, recover missing and exploited children, okay? Three, apprehend apprehending, excuse me, apprehending those looking to have sex with a minor, and four, arresting those looking to buy sex with a minor. All right? Now, the 109 victims rescued by the Central Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force, Columbus Pact Unit, and the uh, Cuyahoga County Human Trafficking Task Force were referred to social services according to the press release. The success of Operation Autumn Hope is measured not only in the number of arrests, but in the lives that were rescued from this evil, Yoyce said in the release. Every agency on this team looks for the day when no person is bought and sold in the state of Ohio. Don't buy sex in Ohio, the Attorney General added. As a result of the Operation 76 missing, okay, let's 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 get into this okay and i'm out the bus out the calendar of the calendar the calculator excuse me okay because we're gonna do percentages 
okay so we were told that 109 victims okay were rescued from this operation the article from the hill.com is stating that out of 109 of those victims 76 were missing and exploited children and i did a podcast on this i'm gonna say back in september probably august okay when i talked about the casapia trial and the statistics of missing children especially uh within america and on a global spectrum okay so out of 109 victims 76 of these victims were somebody's children somebody's children now we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the percentage okay so we're gonna we're gonna get into the percentage of what 76 um of 109 as far as percentage okay and we're we're talking at least between about between set almost 70 percent of these you know victims 70 percent of the victims that were found and rescued 70 percent of them were children 30 percent of them were adults in this one operation all right including a 14 year old girl who was reported missing by lancaster police department now if i'm not mistaken i don't know if this is lancaster in ohio or if this is lancaster in pennsylvania because i believe there's a lancaster in pennsylvania also missing by the lancaster police department and was found by columbus was found in columbus within six hours according to the yost office these vulnerable uh, members of our population usually slip through the cracks all right um said the director of the central ohio human trafficking task force this operation highlighted the vast number of potential victims and allowed law enforcement the opportunity to make contact and link them to services in august the ohio operation safety net led to 25 children Okay, ages 13 to 18 in just three weeks after its launch, according to the U.S. Marshals. That same month, Operation Not Forgotten in Georgia rescued 39 children aged from youngest as three, y'all. From ages three to 17 with nine people arrested at that time. Who the fuck are these people? Who are these people? I bet I could, I could tell you who these people are. They're probably your lawyers, your doctors, your teachers, your principals. Because don't think they're not in on it too. In Indiana, eight missing children were rescued during Operation Homecoming in September. So look at all of these operational stings that have been put together by law enforcement to basically stop human trafficking. I've never seen nothing like this ever before ever before according to the data collected at uh by the national center for missing and exploited children child sex trafficking has been reported in all 50 states and out of the 23,500 cases of endangered young people reported to the organization in 2019 one in every six were likely victims of child sex trafficking 
So one out of six, one out of every six cases, 23,000 cases, one out of every six of those cases, that child has been sex trafficked. Insane. Insane. The center reported that in 2019, it had provided assistance to law enforcement and families in connection to more than 29,000 missing children cases. Man, 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 man. You know, I don't know why, you know, these numbers are constantly ignored and I, I feel like, first of all, we need to give a major shout out. Let me adjust the mic. We need to give a major shout out to those within law enforcement that worked hard to rescue these kids and these, these victims. Okay. We need, we need to, um, definitely, um, salute them. Okay, and I feel like it's very important for us to do that in a very tumultuous time where we have mainstream media only trying to paint one narrative of law enforcement. Because make no mistake about it, we definitely do need law enforcement. We, we can say two things can be true and exist at the same time. That, um, yes, we need ethics, um, integrity when you're doing your job, right? And uh, a great sense of discernment, right? And a sound mind. Um... But we also need to understand that there's law enforcement too that is actually going out and actually rescuing these kids. It's not any black militia. It's not any celebrity um, governed entities right within the community because I have a I have a strong feeling a lot of these children are melanated children. A lot of these children are black and a lot of these children are brown. Not that it makes a difference of the color of the children, but when it comes to what's going on in our social climate right now, we as a, a community within the black community need to really honestly tell some truths that we do not have our village intact, okay? And because our village is not intact, our children have been victims to this bullshit. We gotta, we gotta be real about it. We gotta be real. There's no reason why. We got all these gang members. We got all these OGs. We got all these dudes who done did 25. All these d dudes with uh, uh, tattoo tears, right? But nobody can protect the kids. I'm not understanding that. Our kids are being snatched. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem. You know, we want to defund the same law enforcement that's out here rescuing our kids, when we don't even uh, rescue our own goddamn kids, we don't we don't protect our own village, right? And I'm not sitting here caping, capping, or doing none of that. You know what I'm say uh, saying? Um, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to make it seem as though we don't have bad apples in a bunch. That's in every organization, in every industry, right? I'm not sitting here saying that we don't have a problem. I'm not sitting here and saying that law enforcement. Um, origins are not rooted in Freemasonry and in slavery because they are okay. They are rooted in, um, very archaic, um, very archaic. How do I put this? 
very archaic origins and ways of thinking that don't fit now that do not fit modern day America. Okay. The slave catching mentality, it, it gotta go when it comes to, to law enforcement. Absolutely. Right. But we also are not going to sit here and, and disregard that it is indeed law enforcement and not black militia and not, you know, the people who are out here looking for these kids that are finding these kids that are getting these offenders locked the fuck up because it's law enforcement doing that and shout out to them shout out to them absolutely i'm very much so pro rescuing the kids saving our children saving our women um or any you know victims because i'm sure that there's male victims also i don't want to sit here and be biased and say that all of these um victims if they're not children that they're women you know what i'm saying i'm sure there's probably some men victims also but this needs to definitely get more exposure um this needs to be talked about and i felt like the debate was a great time to really uh get into that um you know what I'm saying? Um, and to really have that conversation because this is very real and this is very frightening that our children are not protected. It's, it's like this, this is a true and serious problem. Okay. And what makes this even more scary is that we know, right. Based on the other podcasts that I have done, um, on this platform that there is an objective to basically, uh, normalize pedophilia, right? Um, we're living in an age of, um, you know, protesting against, you know, rampant ageism, right? And people should be allowed to love whoever they want to love despite age. Now we see it going way too far. Now we see that in California, the SB 145 law that has passed, right in the state of california states that it's up to the judge to determine whether or not that an individual is a sex offender right and that they are they have the right or the judge basically has the determination and the uh soul ability to basically make the decision the uh, decision whether or not that person should be on the sex offender reg the registered sex offender list so um a 14 year old um can consent to sex with a 24 year old and the judge is able to say this person is not a sex offender yes indeed i did not lie okay so you were able to have an interval of um 10 years within a gap right to basically um have a quote-unquote consensual situation with somebody now how far are people going to take that are we going to say that you know a 15 year old can consent with a five-year-old because it's a 10-year age gap and the judge has, you know, it, it's all in the judge that's overseeing the case to pretty much state, you know, hey, you know what? Um, I'm not going to put this person on the list as a registered sex offender. You know, these are the type of laws that are being passed where there's a lot of loopholes. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors and people are kind of really going to finagle um, the law 
to pretty much keep taking advantage of minors. All right. Um, but this is the new world order, the new America that we are living in, right? Where things are just taken way too far, way, way, way too far. And, um, all 179 that were arrested in this thing need to fry the fuck in hell. They need their first class boarding pass to the lake of fire. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. And, you know, I'm looking at another sting that actually took place that popped up on my um, computer you know, and their mugshots are here. And two of them who were arrested in Texas were doctors. I literally just said this not even 20 minutes ago that I guarantee you that the individuals who are participating in this bullshit as the sex offenders, the sex traffickers are your doctors, your lawyers, your principals. And this proved me right. I'm here looking at um, WBNS channel 10 local news in texas half of the men arrested in texas for human trafficking sting believe they were talking to minors okay so they knew what what time it was they knew what they was doing here you know so another thing 21 people from texas louisiana arrested during an anti-trafficking bus you know, this this is crazy. A Houston doctor and a Beaumont doctor were among the 21 charged. Dr. Sadiq Ali, 33, of Houston, was charged with prostitution under the age of 18, a second-degree felony. Uh, he was released on $25,000 bond. Do you hear this shit? This article was uploaded on October the 26th. All right, and it was updated on October the 27th. Today is uh, October the 29th. So again, these things were all happening back to back. Back to back. And these men who got arrested in Texas were of all hues, shades, and colors. I'm looking at black. I'm looking at Arab. I'm looking at, uh, you know, Asian. I'm looking at um you know what i'm saying every everything under the sun latino hispanic trafficking these kids trafficking these kids soliciting sex from with, with minors this is insane insane <sighs> y'all then they got one dr rajin Bahulabai Desai, age 62 years old, charged with prostit uh, prostitution. This is crazy. At least half of the arrests involved suspects thinking that they were talking to a child underage. So this was on some Chris Hansen to catch a predator. And whatever happened to that show? Whatever, whatever happened to that? What, what happened to that? Excuse my phone. Whatever happened to Chris Hansen to catch a predator? We need that back on TV. Because I don't think it's on, on TV anymore. You know? But we got to keep locking these individuals up. We got to keep applying pressure. Um, You know? And we got to keep... We, gotta, we have to save our village. 
We gotta move better than what we moving, especially our community. This is a huge problem. A huge, huge problem, but that's all I got for y'all on this one, y'all. I don't want to make this too lengthy. Um, we running almost, what, like a half an hour in right now, right? But I just wanted to keep you guys posted and let you know what mainstream media, of course, does not really want to perpetuate and tell you that um, motherfuckers are still getting locked up because they got a thing for, for little kids, okay? They're getting locked up. They're trafficking these kids. They're using our kids. They're putting psychological damage on our kids. They are breaking our children. They are robbing our children of their innocence. And for that, they need first class boarding privileges and boarding passes to fucking hell. All right. So we're going to leave it there. And I will try to deliver another podcast probably by the end of this week. Um... Probably before election day, I'll probably do a podcast. But I just wanted to say thank you guys so, 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 so much for supporting the, uh, I'm about to say the channel, but the podcast. All right. And I love y'all and y'all take care and y'all be well. Peace.